Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And it is that time where we offer a special welcome to Tom Korski, Managing Editor of Black Locks Reporter. Tom, how are you this evening? Oh, I'm well. Thanks, Arlene. You know, Tom, it really seems, uh, probably for the first in my lifetime, and you and I, the last time we were talking, we were talking lifetimes and things that have happened, but things are just changing with a dizzying speed. And here we have this Bank of Canada rate rate hike. I've seen a few of them in my time. But for a whole generation, and we've been talking about it tonight, it's a big new deal. No more cheap money. And for this government, no more cheap money. Talk about, you know, what's happening in Ukraine and all of a sudden instability and our national security. Things are very, very strange, Tom. They are. And it's an unsettled time, but that doesn't make it bad, I think, Arlene. And I'm not looking for a silver lining. Uh, Chickens come home to roost. The Bank of Canada is now in this position because they blew it 20 years ago. They did not do what they should have done because those were hard. You don't make hard decisions when you are a a monopoly, as the central bank is, then you're going to pay for it. Now, they're hoping that uh, the real people who will pay for it the borrowers, the mortgage holders, uh, everyday Canadians, will forgive them or not notice, or it will be over quickly. They wish. I I don't think it will. I think people are angry. I think uh, many people are one step away from burning police cars. And I'm not talking about protesters. I'm talking about everyday people. And you know why, Arlene? Because they discovered in this pandemic that the people who are in charge are not very good at it. And that's what the pandemic exposed, whether it was the central bank, the Department of Health, you name it, police, media, that a lot of the institutions that have professed their excellence and their competence were neither very good and certainly not competent. And they're angry and they have a right to be. All right. Let's talk about that, though, because to me, one of the things that has me a bit worried is the cracking of those institutions. I was so happy to see the re-energizing of NATO because there was a feeling that there were big openings and cracks appearing there. But let's go back to the Bank of Canada here. Would this, and as I say, there is a generational hunk of Canadians who know nothing but cheap money, would they have said, here, here, if the Bank of Canada did it? And where else around the world have they manage this in a different way? I mean, there seemed to be almost a feeling from individuals of an entitlement to this. There's no doubt, because the the alternative was absolutely excruciating. And I'm with you, Arlene. I remember the day oh, to this yeah. day. It's funny the days you remember. Yeah. Rosser Avenue and Brandon, Manitoba, walking into the bank of the, uh, the, the branch of the Royal Bank and making my last payment on a 22% loan. And no one even said thank you. It was that traumatic. It was awful. But, you know, it's not for the bank to say... 
that it was hard, so we couldn't do it, adjust expectations, and sort of share the pain over time. This is what failure looks like. Failure speaks for itself. Someone let the money, Arlene. These people did not break into the banks and steal it. Somebody lent them the money because they made money on it, billions. And now, if what we fear will come true, I agree it's going to be awful for anyone under the age of 50 who doesn't remember what it was like last time. My goodness, it was unpleasant, Arlene. It was unpleasant, I know. I remember. I remember just being thrilled with an 11% mortgage. Thrilled, going, okay, that's getting pretty good. (laughs) And then there are many people now who just think that that is not possible. This is a rude awakening for Canadians, and it's also a rude awakening for our deficits and the spending and the borrowing of money from our government as well. You know, I'm, I'm sorry people have to go through this, but I'm a little bit cheering it on. Reality bites, reality checks. Everyone's trying to say what happened to the housing market. Well, Tom, you and I are talking what happened to the housing market. You could see it. When rates went up, people didn't buy the same. Oh, there's there's no question. Uh, I remember dollar mortgages. That was in Alberta. That's illegal now. It was so predominant that the legislature made it uh, against the law. The dollar mortgage was where you were so behind in your payments, your house was under so much water that you would throw your keys on the lawn, sell the title for a dollar and drive away. And the defaults cost, uh, in that case, provincial banks, uh, treasury branches cost them, uh, it was a $400 million bailout in the day. That was absolutely staggering. I remember the bank failures in uh, Edmonton in 1985, right down there on Jasper Avenue. Saw it all. There's one difference, though, Arlene, while we walk down memory lane. The world has changed substantially. One change was, after they brought in the GST, the number of self-employed Canadians went through the roof, and it never stopped. And it was people ordinary people saying, I will now make tax planning a central focus of my career. Never existed before. You want to bet that if the feds try to get heavy this time on who will pay the debts that they ran up, that you will see mom and pop cruises to the Cayman Islands to open little tax avoidance accounts or plumbing companies, little trucking companies, the million small businesses that are the engine of the economy in this country. People are not as vulnerable to tax increases as they once were. It's something the feds are completely oblivious to it. I know it for a fact that it's happening now. Wow. It, it, there is a, a gnawing. Let's use that. There's something gnawing in people when this this happens today. Oh, and absolutely. it's one of these days where people are going, okay, I get it. It's not going to be that much money. I can handle it for some, but it's not the end. And that's what the Bank of Canada said. And then we have our national security. We're looking and going here. We have war, real war. And we've got Vladimir Putin admitting yesterday it wasn't about the denazification of Ukraine. It was out for the United States of America and the West. Suddenly, suddenly, the ground underneath our feet are shifting. It really is. And I've, I've felt it for a while, but today, for some reason, it's really hitting me. It's true. And it doesn't necessarily have to be. How do I put this, Arlene? 
Was it always mediocre? Was it always deceptive? What's wrong with finding out, right? (laughs) Sometimes, how else else do you solve problems unless you shine the light on them? You know, we ran an item the other day, and it was a metaphor to exactly what you described. And it was the story of a Senate committee on internal economy that decided to approve expense billings at Airbnb by senators who happened to be breezing through town. This was a priority for them. We looked at that story in the newsroom and say, wow, what would it take to knock the Senate leadership off its throne? Not a war, not a pandemic or a recession. I guess we haven't reached that point. What's, what am I saying? You're not going to get answers from Ottawa on this. You're going to find the answers in your own family, in your home, in your town. Don't look to Ottawa for a way out of this mess. That's step one to recovery. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, personal responsibility and don't believe it all. Again, let's face it, if it looks too good to be true, it is. And I got to tell you, I mean, as this was all happening, I don't know about you, I was perplexed. I would say, well, you know, wow, you know, mortgages are getting really really cheap and do people realize it and then you find out how many people think nothing of having a line of credit way way more than they probably should we could be in a little bit of a mess of trouble we know in this country as you say there were at least at least you could do the dollar mortgages in the america didn't they call it in the 90s jingle mail and even after in 2008 they called it jingle mail people were just sending in their keys but they're not held accountable people who who get mortgages are held accountable if those houses are not the same price here. Absolutely. And there's one proviso here and Arlene, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's no joke. It's quite sad. I heard an economist speak one time and he had done a long statistical analysis, 30, 40 years and said, if you were in the workforce or coming out of high school, uh, as I was in the seventies, early, early eighties, and uh, went through that. So that was the first time we had a million unemployed since the Dust Bowl years, and then uh, the, the world went to hell. He said, statistically, that affected lifetime earnings. Isn't that something? That there was an entire generation of people, if you were in the workforce in 1979-80, and millions were, and they're alive today, it probably statistically affected your lifetime earnings. You never recovered. You were never the person you could have been if Parliament had done its job, but they didn't. Sparks fly up in life. I feel bad for young people who think it was always going to be just as it was for the last 10 minutes, because what do we know, Arlene, except it never stays the same, and it can always (laughs) infinitely get worse. That's very true. Absolutely. Tom Korski, Managing Editor, Blacklock's Reporter. We're bringing the truth in the fire. Thanks, Tom. Thank you, Arlene.